Рано вранці на світанку окупант проклятий Їхав танком із Росії на українську хату На путі йому зустрілись хлопці з України Popular Ukrainian singer Yaroslava Rudenko with Vstepte Klopci, Come on, boys, we're waiting for you. Vitaju vas vsih, šanovni radiju suhači na radiju peredaču naš holos radiju Krinskoho Korinja na hveli CHLY 101 FM umisti na najmo. Pre mikrofoni Pavlina. Dobry den and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. On today's program, we'll be featuring Ukrainian singer, songwriter, and bandura virtuoso Marina Krut, who's kicked off her first Canadian tour in Victoria on January 19th. Oksana Pobereznik and Anton and Dario Lysenko caught up with Marina, her tour organizer and opening act, so we'll be bringing you those conversations as well as some gorgeous musical selections. And introducing... The latest news from Ukraine, courtesy the Kyiv Independent, Ukraine's largest and fastest-growing English-language media organization. And, of course, our usual proverb of the week and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Yuri Horodetsky, a well-beloved uh, Ukrainian singer. And here he is now with Shablya's Bracha Ukrainsi, Ukrainian Brothers. Мила мамо і тату, я йду на віноніку нашу землю захищати. Не плачте за меною, 
Якщо в полі згину, все віддам за любу мені нашу Україну. Єднаємося, браття, Україну, Богу душу нашу, Він дамо єдину, За нашу землю священну Україну. Сховались надійно в дорослих сумних щенках І ті, що найкращі з них, станцюють на моїх кістках Заради швидкої втіхи, заради твоїх принад Я віддаю свою душу і тіло, пустив мою кров свій яд Пустив мою кров свій яд
та жалібно плачуть дорослі хлопчики ні. Залатане серце сховаю в пляшку, шукайте його на дні. Я десь загубив свою душу і віру серед пустих розмов. Ламай мої груди, не знаючи міри, пусти свіят в мою кров. Пусти свіят в мою кров. Also from Ukraine, Roman Zahuba with Pisnya Pro Divchat, a song about girls and women. Marena Krut, whose stage name is Krut, is a famous singer, composer, and master of Ukraine's national instrument, the 65-string bandura. She's competed on both The Voice of Ukraine and The X Factor, as well as for the Ukrainian military in combat zones. She was in Victoria on January 19th to kick off her first cross-Canada tour to raise awareness and funds to aid Ukrainian men and women who are risking their lives for the sake of their country's independence and freedom. Victoria Bandurist Georgi Matviev also opened for Marina Krut, and our own Oksana Povereznik caught up with him at the concert for a brief chat. Доброго вечора. Щойно закінчився неймовірний концерт Марини Крут де мені вкотре пощастило розділити з нею сцену. Ми знайомі близько 15 років. Я пам'ятаю її ще, коли вона була студенткою музичного училища в Хмельницькому. От, і Марина багато разів, в тому числі сьогодні, вона говорила, що вона виросла на моїй музиці. І дуже, дуже такі сакральні слова для мене сказала сьогодні, що я її найкращий вчитель. І я скажу вам, що сього, після сьогоднішнього концерту мені хочеться рости. От настільки вона мене тепер надихає. От, я, я розумію, що ну, скільки в тебе не було альбомів, ну, ти, ти, ти завжди можеш більше. Ти завжди можеш, скільки б ти концертів не відіграв. І от сьогоднішній концерт Марини, він, ну, по-перше, надихнув слухачів, надихнув музикантів, надихнув мене. І, звісно, я маю надію, що ті, ті збори, які були сьогодні проведені, що вони допоможуть ЗСУ та всім, хто, хто, хто причетний до, до боротьби в Україні і, 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 і за межами України. Так що, 
Дякую. Це справді два таких геніальних таланти, такі дві зірки і один одного як підсвічують і запалюють, напевно. Абсолютно, абсолютно. Та, це дуже приємно. Це був Георгій Матвіїв, наш, наш маестро, наш геній, якого ми тут тримаємо як прилину. Я дуже надіюся, що трохи довше втримається, поки є. Так що, якщо ви будете чути, що є якісь концерти, бігом приїжджайте на ці концерти, поки Георгій Матвіїв є. Бо ж виростуть крила і полетить. Між іншим, так, користуючись нагодою, запрошую всіх 28-го. Квітня, це ще не скоро, але в церкві Святого Миколая, стоїть Ніколас Чорч, 28 квітня запрошую на свій сольний концерт. О 5 годині вечора, 28 квітня. Добре, дякую. was Georgie Matviev from his CD, Source of Inspiration, and an improvisation on a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Beetle on the Road. Oksana also caught up with Marina Krut after the concert, as well as the organizer of the tour. At first, I want to say big thanks to Marina Krut about the concert. That was amazing. I first, first time I see you, I wasn't in Ukraine. 
just I left Ukraine many years ago, and for me, oh my god, it's just live legend, so nice. And yeah, uh, just a couple of words from Marina because she's so tired. I think after concert. Yeah, I think so. Just a little bit tired, just a little bit. But everything was great. I'm, I'm so happy. Tell me a little bit and our listeners about your program. Uh, today it was it was a lot of carols, Ukrainian carols. Uh, actually, it was my song. It was Ukrainian traditional song, so I mix it with the traditional uh, music and my modern and contemporary music. I hope everyone was happy. Yes, thank you. And so your first tour starts. From? Yeah, it's my first tour in Canada. I hope not last, but this tour is going to be huge. It's going to be 20 cities. And yeah, yeah. And today, oh my God. Today it was first concert. First. So I wish you a lot of energy to do this in 20 cities. You, you show some big expression. Thank you so much. I hope everything going to be great. And I saw like you sold your wish of one card. Didn't miss this? Yeah, yeah, I, I saw the beautiful Vyshvanka from the Ukrainian brand called Motiv. And uh, for me, it's so good, actually. I'm so happy, you know. I, I feel more happy than sad. And I don't feel sad. Like, no, no sadness, no sadness, no tears. Just happiness because we raised 1,000 uh, Canadian dollars for a U- uh, Ukrainian army. So this is huge. Huge, yes, exactly. So, and you told you where um, you visited many times front line. Yeah. How was that? It was good. It was good. Uh, it's my, it's my best time. At, it was my best place where I like to play, actually, because you know, in a front line, everything is so, it's so deep, and it's so like you, you, you felt everything. Yeah, and I wasn't scared. No, it wasn't scary. When you have the right missions, it's not scary. It's 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 if it is part of your mission, it's so important. And yeah, yeah. But you probably were under shelling and bombing and hidden were hidden. Yeah, yeah but we we have a, an arms or something like that, so we are protected. But you know, I I f- I feel so I don't know. Except it's Spokino. A spokino. <laughs> I feel some very spokino. <laughs> good, good, good. So God bless you and keep safe and keep your travel safe because we need you and all Ukrainians need you. Thank you so much. To była Marina Kruć i do zustrichi w innych miastach. Usik to słuchaj nas. Everyone who listen us, you can visit next 19 tours concerts. Just follow the tour schedule. Oh, 
That was Miranda Krut with Koleskova, a lullaby. And that was last year's entry in Eurovision, and she placed second. Ви слухаєте наш голос Радіо Українського коріння, котре подається вам на хвилі CHLY 101.7 FM у місті Нанайму. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. So, um, my name is Vadim Gorenyuk. I'm executive director of Second Front Ukraine Foundation, as well as I'm representing here event company from Toronto called Kaska Entertainment, which is organizing cultural events and uh, tours for Ukrainian artists all around Canada and United States. What is Second Front? Okay, Second Front Ukraine Foundation is a non-profit organization. It's a group of volunteers, young Ukrainian people, who got together on a second day of full invasion, uh, full Russian invasion. Most of us, we didn't know each other. So we met at the protest near Hungarian consulate when Hungary didn't know yet that Russia is a terrorist and um, doing all these terrible things on our land. So we met there and uh, the idea of Second Front was declared. So um, there was a group chat on WhatsApp and uh, later... We, uh, there was a first Zoom call and uh, we realized we need to act. We need to do something. We need to do something for Ukraine. And uh, eventually we decided to register a non-profit organization. Uh, at the beginning, we didn't know yet what's going to be our direction. We just st- started to collect donations. Uh, very fast, good people offered us their space. It was a uh, factory, uh, so they gave us two floors. First floor was our uh, warehouse and second floor was our office. 
and that's where we were based for the first two months. Um, yeah, and it was a fast pace. Uh, after one week or so, we decided we need to choose the direction, and there were a lot of humanitarian organizations, medical organizations, uh, but there were not too many organizations that support army. So that that's why we decided to collect for our army um, people started bringing us uh, military vests, helmets uh, night vision equipment uh, drones stuff like that and uh, since then uh, we, we knew that choosing this direction will not allow us in the future to get a charity status but uh, that's what we intentionally decided to do because we think that helping army is the most important at this stage if we want to win in this war uh, since uh, the day of our registration, uh, during the first year of operation, we raised over one million Canadian dollars. And as of this moment, I think we raised already about one and a half million dollars. We organize a lot of events, protests. Basically, we are trying to serve as a platform for all people, not just Ukrainians, who want to support Ukraine. And we hope to keep going uh, until the moment we win in this war and even after because there's going to be a lot of work afterwards. We need to rebuild our country and uh, keep, keep going, keep working. How hard it was uh, to create non-profit organization that help army? Uh, it was super quick. Uh, it was registered within a day. Uh, I don't think it was mentioned that uh, we're going to choose specifically army uh, so it was non-profit to support Ukraine after afterwards which we, we switched we changed the direction but I don't think there there are any issues because we are not buying weapon we are not buying anything that kills people we are mostly buying uh, medical and tactical supplies that help to save lives so we buy first aid kits we buy drones uh, who help our army to prevent attacks and save lives we buy vests we buy helmets everything that can help our soldiers to survive in this terrible war many canadians uh, think that drones are like guns but it's not true right drones are mostly for protecting for looking for enemies and save save actual lives it depends. So uh, everyone should understand there are different types of drones. So if we are talking about FPV drones, those are drones kamikaze that intend to destroy our enemy. In our case, we are raising funds for DJI Mavic 3, drones like that. People use these drones to film their weddings. Those drones are not used to throw bombs or anything like that. Actually, the project we are raising for is called Iron Birds for Ukraine. So those are birds in the sky, those are eyes of our military that help to capture those attacks from the distance and notify large cities so there can be air defense and people can start hiding in safe places and actually that's the only thing that can save lives because those attacks of Russians, they are so sudden, people are sleeping in the middle of the night, uh, they just get killed. Uh, we know how brutal they are attacking universities, schools, hospitals, uh, there is nothing that can stop them. So at least these drones can help us save lives. Yes, thank you. And uh, uh, about uh, this concert, 
we brought an amazing artist. I think it's the future of Ukrainian music. And her name is Marina Kruch, and uh, she's an amazing musician. She has a great voice, and what is most important, she's playing the most traditional Ukrainian instrument called bandura, which has 65 strings, and uh, we all know how important this instrument for our country, and it was used by Cossacks back in the days, and uh, it's, it's Ukrainian soul. What's great about Marina's technique is that she kind of reinvented this instrument. The way she's playing, no one else is playing this instrument. She's playing it in a modern way. Basically, she gave this instrument a new life, and the way you can enjoy it today is, uh, is something spectacular. We think after this concert, the f- number of followers of Morena all around Canada will grow uh, significantly, and we are sure we're going to come back with new concerts. And again, Marina is a great supporter of Ukraine, Ukrainian army. She performs a lot in hospitals for soldiers, at the front lines. And our main goal of this tour is to raise funds. We're raising funds for drones for the project called Iron Birds. So we hope for great support from local audience. And uh, we hope we're doing something great for our country. That's what we have to do here in Canada. We live in a peaceful country under peaceful sky we wake up in warm beds we don't have to hide anywhere so we need to keep working and keep to support keep supporting that's actually amazing idea thank you for bringing her yeah and her first tour first time here right first time for marina Kruj, first time for casca entertainment uh, it's first time ever we are here in victoria and uh, we are super excited And we want to say thank you to local uh, co-organizers, Ukrainian Cultural Center. They provided a huge informational support. Uh, They provided this beautiful venue. And without them, we would do nothing. We're really glad for Ukrainians all around Canada that support us. In this field which we operate in, it's impossible to do anything from the distance. You need great people all, all around this country. And great people here in Victoria made this possible. We have a sold out today, by the way, just an hour ago, we had to close sales. So it's going to be a full packed venue. I see you look so happy with this. Yeah, we are are happy. I think that this music deserves to be heard by thousands and thousands of people. So this is not the largest venue, but it's packed. It's a good sign. I'm pretty sure next time it's going to be double, tripled, and uh, it's going to be great again. Yes, yes, especially if you do this in summer. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I know we, it's not the easiest time. It was tough to travel. Uh, there was a lot of snow yesterday, but part of the program is still Christmas program. And uh, we wanted to do it specifically like end of January because Marina has a lot of traditional Ukrainian songs. And this time it's not going to be the same as if it would be in summer because the material is going to be different. Of course, she has a lot of own songs, but today half of the program going to be Christmassy. That's fantastic. And uh, a few words about your merchandise. I saw big line before concerts and a lot of people want to buy and probably spend much more than they paid for tickets. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of work behind. Thanks to beautiful artwork from the designers, both from Marina Cruz side and also we have from Second Front some nice t-shirts. All proceeds go to Ukraine. So I think that's what 
encourage people but still uh, this is something i would wear personally A amazing t-shirts and we, we it's great that I, I i'm looking at the audience almost everyone is holding something in their hands it's great uh, again it's another support not just with the ticket but also purchasing merch everything every dollar goes to the right place thank you thank you so much and please uh, remind one more time about your organization uh we're called Kaska Entertainment. We are a Ukrainian company uh, based in Toronto. Our main focus is organizing cultural events and uh, concerts that unite Canadian and Ukrainian communities. So, by the way, it's great here. I, I hear a lot of English and that's what we are aiming for. Not just Ukrainians living in Canada, but mostly Canadians uh, and other uh, nationalities because music doesn't have language. Thank you.
Daria and Anton Lysenko are Ukrainians living in Victoria who also had a chance to chat with Morena. Anton filmed the interview, which is in Ukrainian, and kindly translated it into English. If you're tuning in or streaming from outside the local listening area and Marina Krut is planning to visit your community, do plan to attend her concert and support her work. Meanwhile, you can watch Dari's interview with Marina Krut on the Nasholos YouTube channel. There are English subtitles for the Ukrainian Challenged. And if you have trouble finding it, there will be a link in the podcast show notes. One last tune by Marina Krut. This is Volya, or Freedom. Live from the bomb shelter. Recorded, yes, in a bomb shelter.
And now, the latest news from Ukraine, courtesy the Kiev Independent, Ukraine's largest and fastest-growing English-language news organization. The death toll of a Russian missile attack against Kharkiv on January 23rd has risen to 10, as two more bodies were found under the rubble, the State Emergency Service said on January 24th. Russia launched a mass missile strike against Ukraine on January 23rd, targeting mainly Kiev, Kharkiv, and Pavlohrad in Dnipropetrovsk Oblast. Counting the latest numbers, the attack killed 11 people and injured over 80. The two Kharkiv residents found in the ruins of a five-story building were a 56-year-old woman and a 57-year-old man. Two killed dogs were also found in the rubble. Russia began intensifying its attacks against Ukraine's cities and infrastructure as the temperatures dropped, echoing its strategy from last winter. Russian drone attacks in Odessa on the evening of January 24th injured two people, according to the governor. One man suffered from burns and another was hospitalized with multiple but non-fatal cuts. The attacks also caused damage to residential buildings and started fires. Located far from the active combat zone, Russia still frequently targets Odessa, often attacking with drones. A drone strike on January 17th injured three people and damaged buildings, forcing the evacuation of 130 people. Russian troops also launched an attack against the town of Hirnik in Donetsk Oblast, targeting a residential area. Two people were killed and nine were injured, including two 16-year-olds. One of the wounded boys is in extremely serious condition. In southern Kherson, Russian forces launched an attack, hitting a hospital and injuring at least three medical workers. A six-year-old woman was also injured in the attacks against the city. She was reportedly hospitalized with a leg wound and explosive injuries. The list of prisoners of war claimed by Russian propagandists to have been on board the IL-76 aircraft that crashed on January 24th includes those who had already been swapped before, according to Ukraine's chief ombudsman Dmitry Lubinets. Russian propagandist Margarita Simonian shared the list of Ukrainian POWs who were allegedly on board the aircraft on the evening of January 24th, with Kiev not confirming the claims and calling for an international investigation. Ukrainian media outlet Suspilna analyzed the list and confirmed that most of the names were previously mentioned as POWs or missing persons, and that some had appeared in captivity in Russian propaganda videos. We found Ukrainian citizens in the list who have already been previously exchanged, Lubinet said. Ukraine's military intelligence agency said that a prisoner swap was indeed planned for January 24th, but it did not happen. The agency's spokesperson said the claim about Ukrainian prisoners on board is currently being verified. President Volodymyr Zelensky announced that Ukraine will demand an international investigation into the plane crash. Two Ukrainian teenagers previously deported to Russia from the occupied part of Kherson Oblast returned to their families in Ukraine, according to Kherson Oblast Governor Alexander Prokudin. Since February of 2022, nearly 20,000 Ukrainian children have been identified as abducted from Russian-occupied territories and sent to other Russian-controlled areas of Ukraine or to Russia itself, according to a Ukrainian national database. Ukraine has only been able to return about 400 children. The teenagers returned on January 25th are a 16-year-old boy and a 17-year-old girl from the village of Krynke on the east bank of the Dnipro River, held by Russia since the start of the full-scale invasion. 
After Ukraine liberated Kherson and other regional settlements on the river's west bank in November of 2022, the teenagers were reportedly deported to Russia's Krasnodar region. The efforts of many services resulted in returning the children to the Ukraine-controlled territory to their families, thanks to the organization Save Ukraine, which contributed to this, the oblast governor said on Telegram. Earlier the same day, the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe, or PACE, adopted a resolution calling on European leaders to make all efforts to return Ukrainian children abducted by Russia home. In March 2023, the International Criminal Court, or ICC, issued arrest warrants for Russian President Vladimir Putin and Russian Children's Rights Commissioner Maria Lvova-Belova for allegedly overseeing the forced deportations of Ukrainian children to Russia. The ICC believes Putin bears individual criminal responsibility as the leader of Russia for the crimes committed against Ukrainian children. Ukraine will take steps to research, publicize, and protect the histories of Ukrainians living in parts of modern-day Russia that have been historically inhabited by Ukrainians, according to a decree signed by President Volodymyr Zelensky on January 22nd. Zelensky announced he had signed the decree during his address on Unity Day, a national holiday celebrated on January 22nd that marks the unification of the Ukrainian People's Republic and the Western Ukrainian People's Republic in 1919 into one independent country. The decree stipulates that the government should cooperate with international experts to create a plan to preserve the national identity of Ukrainians in specific territories of what is now Russia. The decree listed the regions of Kuban, a historical region to the east of the Crimean Peninsula, Storodubshina, to the north of Chernihiv, and northern and eastern Slobozhanshchina. Also known as Sloboda Ukraine, Slobozhanshchina was a significant and semi-autonomous region under Tsarist rule that extended across what is now northeastern Ukraine, predominantly Sumer, Kharkiv, and Luhansk oblasts, and southwestern Russia. Krasnodar Krai covers most of what was once Kuban, while Starodubshina now lies predominantly in Bryansk Oblast. The decree also declares that the government should preserve the history of Ukrainians in these regions. Their testimonies on the forced russification, political repression, and deportations they suffered should be recorded, according to the decree. More work should also be done to counter disinformation and propaganda of the Russian Federation regarding the history and present of Ukrainians in Russia, and to develop relations between Ukrainians and other peoples enslaved by Russia. The government should work with the National Academy of Sciences to develop materials about the more than thousand-year history of Ukrainian state formation, the historical connections of lands inhabited by ethnic Ukrainians, and Ukrainian national state formations in various historical periods. The true history of ethnic Ukrainians in the lands historically inhabited by them within the borders of the Russian Federation should also be included in educational textbooks, according to the decree. The European Commission has started assessing Ukrainian legislation for compliance with EU laws, which lays the groundwork for the membership negotiations, President Volodymyr Zelensky said on January 25th. The screening is the first step towards Ukraine's accession talks with the EU. To be allowed to join the Union, a country must harmonize its legislation with that of the EU and adopt all legal acts and decrees that constitute the European Union law. The thorough work of assessing the conformity of Ukrainian legislation with EU norms, the formation of Ukraine's delegation, and our negotiating position are all ahead of us, said Zelensky. 
The Ukrainian delegation, led by Deputy Prime Minister for European and Euro-Atlantic Integration, Olha Stefanishna, met with EU officials in Brussels on January 25th to start the screening process. The European Council agreed to open accession talks with Ukraine and Moldova on December 14th. The announcement delivered a significant political victory for Ukraine amid worries that Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban would block the start of the negotiations. And that's the news from Ukraine for today. Coming to you courtesy the Kiev Independent, Ukraine's largest and fastest-growing English-language news organization. For more up-to-date news stories as they happen, visit their website, kievindependent.com, and make sure to follow them on social media. To allow this independent Ukrainian news team to continue delivering you news from on the ground in Ukraine, please consider becoming a member at kievindependent.com. And that was another charming young singer from Ukraine by the name of Sofika Lishisha, and that was a song called Nadvori Chervonia, a romantic song about sunsets. Coming up next, a blast from the past, the beloved Mickey and Bunny from Winnipeg and from many years ago. Here they are now with a song about a ne'er-do-well, Kalabai. Tanzivala, tanzivala, apura mia cura, sei di doma, tu vita 
Radio Vistokite Radio Pratamu Nash Holos Radio Nasha Hokorinya na Radio Stanci CHLY Stodeni Simfem Umistina Naimo. Nishamichiskin Chile Nasha Pratamu Shichasa Domo is Kazate Dobabachinia, Alla Peritem, Semislavame Mudroste. Dobro Kripko Tremai, Avsiakes Lo, Ilejo Chortavividavai. And our proverb of the week translates as Stubbornly hang on to good and give all evil back to the devil. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. In between broadcasts, please stay in touch with us via our Facebook page and now Instagram. And for transcripts, audio archives, and a link to our podcast, visit our website, www.nashholos.com. And of course, you can always find Nash Holos on your favorite podcast app. I'm Pavlina on behalf of Oksana, myself, and all of us here at Nash Holos and CHLY. Thanks so much for listening. Dozusirichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.